You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. A new chapter this morning in the battle against Ebola. Nickelback are back. The multi-platinum band has just announced a new album and a North American summer. Until you see the flaming butthole, you ain't seen nothing yet. That being said, I'm taking dicks to the face. <laughs> Something good for ya. Welcome to this week's episode of the Something Good For You podcast, where the two of us sift through the bullshit to try to find a little something good to give you each and every single week. And I am one of your two co-hosts, Alex Sif, and this time sitting beside me is... It's Cap. <laughs> it's Cap. <laughs> no, uh, we're actually doing this on Facebook Live if you're listening to this after the fact, and... Um, yeah, probably the cool thing about it is we want to kind of get people involved with it. If you look at the bottom of the screen there, we do have our voicemail hotline number, 513-463-SGFY. We're going to be double-checking that, kind of checking it throughout the evening uh, just to see if any kind of cool callers come in. And Please don't get us kicked off Facebook, <laughs> whatever you do. I think uh, with us starting by playing fucking uh, Star Wars Disco, I think we're, uh, <laughs> I think we're already in. <laughs> I know that was not Wild Bill, uh, Mr. Josh Chandler. No, that was my choice, <laughs> <Yep>. man. <laughs> I thought it was a cool, good choice. I love the Star Wars disco music. Yeah, they had, uh, that was that, uh, they did one, well, I think it was Mecco uh, did one of them, so, and that was the main hook, and there was like, I want to say, we played like the three minute version leading in, but God, there's, there's like an album version that's like what ten minutes long. Oh or something yeah, like yeah, that. there is. There's like an eight minute long version of that song. So <laughs> it's like every like seventies like hit or whatever. Whether it's like an Edgar, especially the early seventies with like uh, the Doors and Edgar Winter and stuff like that. They always had like the two minute radio version. Oh yeah, and the funny thing was, I was uh, I was actually playing it for Raina earlier, and I was telling her that. It was cool because that song actually came out only like a year or two after uh, the movie did, so it didn't even come out like post hype. It actually came out like in the middle of it all. So it was already like a novelty song at that yeah, point. Yeah, <laughs> God. Yeah, that that just randomly uh, came across my feed today because of uh, what we were discussing actually uh, in our fill-ins group chat. <laughs> yeah, we were uh, talking about space noises and things like that. With like Sweet or like uh, Hawkwind or some shit like that. Yeah. I love those kind of... Uh, or like Rush Records, all that 70 synth stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we're still kind of getting the uh, the audio level fixed here. I'm kind of... I'm watching the... <sighs> fine, uh, Eric. Fine. <laughs> yeah, and, and Facebook wasn't even giving us our um, our messages. So yeah, now we can actually see everyone. What's yeah, up, really? Mike, Brad, Jared, Eric? All that good shit. So yeah, hopefully... Is my mic still like super hot? Nah, I think I think we're I think we're doing a little better now. I'm kind of watching this one down here. So again, new toys, new uh, new ventures. Yeah, new toys, new ventures. So all that stuff. But yeah, guys, um, I already know that we do at least have one voicemail that's already come on through, and usually we'd have a little uh, segment for all this. But hey, you know, fuck it. <laughs> we're on the fly tonight. We're on the fly. I can so. sing the song if you want me to. <laughs> all right, go ahead, Cap. Now it's time for us to dig on in and see. Uh, fuck, I forget what our intro. <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> it has been a minute. I forget what the fuck our our intro for that What's is. What's on your mind? And that's when Facebook kicks us off. <laughs> Look. 
I'm, I'm willing to fucking test the waters on this shit. Uh, everyone keeps saying that Facebook's kicking them off for playing music and shit. Fuck, I just played a popular fucking Star Wars song and I didn't get seeing nothing, so we're, we'll keep testing the limits on this. <laughs> you think I'm not listening, but I am. You better be cool about it. No, now it's, ha oh, you think I'm not listening, <laughs> but I am? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, well, let's... And the funny thing is, is through this, um, I don't see who's calling, so it's all going to be uh, random. But let's see who our first caller is. All right. Hey, guys, this is the Rockfather. Name three bands that you would have their music on a deserted island. Only three bands. And you also get to form a band using three members from those bands. So you can... Oh, no. Oh, I cut him out. Whoops. <laughs> Good questions, though. Yeah. Uh, so, three top three bands. Let, let's just do it one more time. Just kind of get the uh, the full thing. So, uh, fuck that up. In case y'all missed it. Name three bands that you would have their music on a deserted island. Only three bands. And you also get to form a band using three members from those bands. So, you can either sing, play guitar, play bass. Who would the other three band members be? See you guys. Hmm. I already got like the um, the bands I would keep on the desert island with me. Uh, yeah. With me on. All right. What's those? Definitely the Stooges. Um. Uh, can I pull? Can I just cheat and have like a Stooges and Iggy Pop under one umbrella? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I'll just do that. <laughs> and ZZ Top. And okay. Probably the Rolling Stones for variety. Not too bad. Not too bad. I'll give you a little bit of time to think on the um, the uh, joint, uh, the, the three putting oh. the three members together. I already know what that would be too. <laughs> uh, my three deserted island bands. Yeah, Eric already called mine. Definitely Kiss. Um, I would say Ramones. Because they've got a pretty decent catalog. Because because this is the one cool thing about um, Brad's question is. He didn't say, what are your three albums? A lot of people go, what are the three or five right. albums that you would take on a deserted island with you? He didn't ask that. He actually just straight up said, what are the three bands? So yeah, Kiss, Ramones. Well, boom, he actually just said it in the chat there. Uh, <laughs> uh, third band. And Kiss, mm. has got, Kiss and Ramones had so many albums, too, so you wouldn't get bored with them at all. Mm-hmm. God, I don't know, man. That that one actually is a little bit tough to p finally pick that third one because there are so many that are just kind of going through my mind. I would say, honestly, just, just out of the different stuff they've got, I would say Misfits. Okay. Just to kind of give that extra little harder edge you got to the rest of it. three voices to keep you entertained, not yeah. get bored with. Technically four. Yeah. <laughs> because you've got, uh, well, oh, you're yeah. talking about just the Misfits. Yeah, like any recording, okay, yeah. any well, studio albums. I'm I'll, sure there's not any live albums I'll, with uh, Fourth Dude, right? I'll, I'll say uh, two singers for that one. Okay. Just, just fucking Danzig and Graves. I don't consider Jerry a fucking singer. <laughs> what if you get bored with those two, though? <laughs> uh, well, I have, and I still also haven't gone back and listened to uh, those Jerry-only era either. So, <laughs> And if I had to like pick any like uh, three members... Of my Desert Island bands, I would just play second guitar to ZZ Top. Second guitar to ZZ Top? Fuck yeah. Hmm. I, I, I'd actually, I think I would have fun playing in Super Suckers. They do need another guitarist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No disrespect to him. But. Absolutely not. But I'm just sitting here going, it's like, so if you're talking about just joining a band, that's kind of the right. I think, I think Brad was saying, like, it, out of the desert. Oh, Super Suckers is your, uh, what's your third band? Oh, no, it wasn't my third band. Technically, Misfits. Was Misfits was but yeah, I think he was going asking about uh, who would you uh, want to play with out of those Yeah, out of those three. Bands. Well, then out of those three, definitely Kiss, but no makeup Kiss. Kick Tommy off stage. Let me have the guitar. I'll play with Eric, uh, Gene, and Paul. <laughs> I'll still stretch the rules. I'm not joining. I'm kicking Tommy out to play. I found, I found a video online that was wild. It was uh, Ace Freely playing with Eric Singer for uh, it was like a conference or something like that. But yeah, they they actually did a whole Japan tour of that. Because they because Eric was Peter for a minute too, right? Eric was Japan. Peter for a minute. Yeah, yeah he's, he's the, still Peter. Still Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Ace was in the lineup with Eric playing drums at one point. Yeah, for a Japan tour. Yeah. And uh, I guess they're like buddies to this day and just make appearances here and there. Yeah. First time I've seen them without makeup playing together, so I thought that was wild. Yeah, let's actually check through the chat here because people started throwing out theirs. Uh, I like it. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Mike Phillips talking about um, copyright strikes. We're, we're fucking, we're punk rockers, Mike. We're not worried about it. <laughs> Let's Wayne see. Wayne Skirt. So, uh, a little recap here. Eric said, of course, Kiss, Brad, Kiss, and Ramones. Mike Phillips from the Gabba Gabba Ha podcast and Zion. A few folks aren't checking that out by now, you damn idiots. He's Subscribe, doing. Subscribe, follow on iTunes. He's doing. Follow, yeah, he's, follow he, on iTunes he, or uh, Spotify. Right? There you go. He, he's doing good shit for the local scene and all that good stuff. Way more than what we could actually manage which is why I'm just like, go do it with him. <laughs> he said, Black Sabbath, Cheap Trick, and Ramones. He goes, I play bass, Johnny plays guitar, Bill Ward plays drums, Robin Zander sings. Ooh. Yeah, Eric was guessing out Danco Jones and Michael Graves misfits for mine. Danco Jones is a good one, but honestly for me, Danco, after a while, I could see that maybe... <sighs> I couldn't do it either. Yeah, his last couple records, though good, haven't been like mind blowing. If that makes any sense, so I, I feel throughout uh, Misfits or Super Suckers would probably give me a little bit more of that variation. Some more in your wheelhouse. Yeah, but man, it's actually it's actually kind of nice. It's like at least over here in NC, things are slowly, slowly opening back up. So it's kind of getting back to a bit of normalcy. We're having band practice now. This is this is like the first podcast we've really had. To, like an actual it, episode. It feels yeah, really. It's been like what two or three weeks, something like that. Oh, I'm I'm not even saying that, but most of the episodes we've been doing lately have been like interview style. That's this true. is like the first real episode we've done in months. It just feels like we've been in front of the computer like for the past month or so anyway, so this feels just normal to me at this point. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, it does to me too, but still it's under still that same mind frame and guys of just like, huh. This is like the first actual like sit down hangout show we've had in a minute. <laughs> I like Johnny G's list from Twenty XX. He's got Offspring, Daft Punk, and Public Enemy as his Desert Island bands. I know that, that that's a pretty good little. That's a nice spread. It's like yeah. I get Offspring, not so much the Daft Punk, and you probably like Public Enemy, so you're not too I, mad about. I got that like one. two or three albums that I can hang on to. <laughs> so yeah, guys, seriously, uh, if you want to keep on contributing and sending stuff in, definitely call the voicemail hotline number. If I figure out which way I'm pointing, right over. <laughs> here 513-463-SGFY we're going to be checking it kind of here throughout the show and if you guys have a question uh if you have any sort of comment or some bullshit you want to throw our way just give us a call leave it in and we'll play it right here on the show <laughs> um i don't have the article pulled up but uh one of the things i'll see if i can find it uh <laughs> did, did you hear about the cannibal rats that were infesting uh, uh no. new york <laughs> I figured the rats were eating themselves anyway. 
Well, so that's what kind of wound up happening. That's why I should have been a little bit more uh, prepared here, uh, <laughs> simply because, like I said, just having a little bit of problems getting all this going here. Yeah, straight here from uh, NBC News. Starving and angry cannibalistic rats are desperate and um, causing panic during the uh, COVID crisis. As so now, disease isn't bad enough. Now, uh, this article was posted about a month ago, but again, we haven't even had a chance to get together and talk <laughs> about it. And I never saw, um, I never saw anything that um, people were talking about this online. I only heard it from one person on a different podcast months ago, and they kind of brought it up in passing. And I'm like, guys, we could totally riff on this more. I'm surprised you guys didn't talk about it. This is the first I'm hearing of it. Exactly. So, so first we had like the murder hornets and all that bullshit. Oh yeah. And like as soon as we were fucking getting over the goddamn mur murder hornets. The cannibal rats show up. <laughs> and there was like meth gators or some shit. Or oh, I never, I never heard about the meth gators. You missed that th on the meth gators? I missed the get meth gators. <laughs> Apparently there's like internet fucking like uh, cryptids now. Oh, God. <laughs> meth gators, murder hornets. What's the, what's the other one? Cannibal rats. Cannibal, oh yeah, cannibal rats. But when there are like, uh, like two or three other ones? Oh, blood monkeys. Blood monkeys? That's a new one. Yeah, the, the, the blood monkey. Uh, that was the one with, uh, it was overseas, I want to say China, um, where they were testing like vaccines for the uh, virus. Uh, they had like a blood vial and a monkey fucking like escaped with it out oh, into the okay, jungle yeah. and some shit. Uh, this is like while like all the pandemic news is coming oh, out. Oh, this too, was like right? about maybe a few weeks ago. Jesus Christ, it's not new every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, the fucking cannibal rats, I'm just kind of re reading the article here just to kind of refresh my memory. In so many terms, when um, New York shut down, there wasn't as much trash and litter everywhere. <laughs> the rats literally didn't have enough to eat. So they started eating them fucking cells. They started getting hostile with fucking each other. <laughs> they're, about, they're about to have like rat wars and it's going to be like Planet of the Rats in New York. Yes! <laughs> then there's going to be Ninja Turtles. I was thinking the exact same shit. And that's why I'm sitting here laughing at the fucking um, guy uh, doing the show and like not talking about it. Because I'm like, bro, this is like the start of fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Are you not excited for this? The meth gators are going to be the sidekicks and shit like that too? Oh, fuck the meth gators. No, the meth gators are going to be the villains. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> for this next reality <laughs> it's better than this one <laughs> <laughs> fuck it let's just start uh sketching this out and just uh, making cartoons out of it <laughs> meth gators murder hornets uh let's see like eric bojack horseman but with all that stuff <laughs> uh let's see eric said possible for you to add a link to your patreon after the phone number yeah i can go ahead and add that in uh so essentially um the website that you can reach us at and do all that is just simply going to be patreon.com slash something good network but what i am going to put in here is a little hyperlink that's going to show you all of our different stuff because we have a lot of things y'all here's see Dude. Da, da, da. we got musics we got merch we got all that good stuff that you could get on patreon and on our website and everything else that'll be up here on the link tree set up yeah and unfortunately let's see uh, i'm actually i'm the yeah keep stalling for me because for some reason the, the, the font links. i selected uh doesn't like to work uh with a slash so i'm like fuck well that's the thing about typing out very specific links is you got to put in all these backslashes and all these little like uh all the little numbers or you got to shift everything and <laughs> it's just a pain in the ass it can be but hey and then you got to adjust the fonts well because oh god definitely not that <laughs> and then you got so many choices <laughs> all the choices no, and, and like I said, mainly it's because um, 
unfortunately that just that one font was not working for um given the uh slash it just had a fucking lightning bolt and even though that's cool uh that doesn't work <laughs> aesthetically it's fine but doesn't uh defeats all the purposes this is what i yeah. do every day at work <laughs> just a bit yes yeah, so. adjusting website links and all that good stuff <laughs> and what do you think i do all day too i hear you <laughs> there we go look at that that's what we were looking for. So yeah, you can go to our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash something G-F-Y. And uh, you can go subscribe to our Patreon on there, and you can actually sign up for the Discord. Let's see. Uh, the Discord, what's the best way to describe that? It's like the old AOL chat room days. Yeah, yeah. And I'm having fun with it. It's just a little hangout spot for like uh, us and our friends just to bullshit about whatever the hell we want to bullshit about. Yeah, exactly. And, and like I said, it's just a fun way to kind of get away from uh, get away from everything. And yeah, we just like uh, my favorite's the Gear Talk one, and everybody's just like, "Look at this guitar! Look at this one!" I'm like, "That's cool! <laughs> That's cool! Yay! I like that!" And I know where all the answers are if I have questions and things <laughs> like that. Oh, let's see. Let's double check up on the. Uh uh, fireball, he goes, uh, there should be a whiskey fish. Whiskey fish. <laughs> Rat turf wars. <laughs> uh, let's see. If the whiskey fish becomes a thing, I'm going fishing daily. God, the whiskey fish. What would that even taste like? I'm just here. I'm, I'm just picturing the fucking uh, King of the Hill episode where they go fishing with, uh, <laughs> with bait. <laughs> yeah, with bait. Bait, bait. Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> and you can hear that if you signed up for our Patreon. Patreon.com slash something good network. For only a dollar a month, you get extra shows like the House Brotatoes with Chris Morrison, where we've been reviewing the whole the world, damn series. The world's biggest film buff in North Carolina. I think. Oh yeah, dude! Like he, he is he is an encyclopedia of fucking movie and TV knowledge. So having him as an official third Brotato and all this has been really fun. And we've been going through the Star Wars shit. Now we're going through uh, King of the Hill. Uh, we're about to record some extra little one-off episodes this weekend that won't come out for a good while because we've got a bunch of content already recorded and <laughs> just set up to get released. And that's all under the dollar. And probably this week too so oh, yeah. no we're gonna be doing a uh, new shows debuting too yeah uh, including one uh basically is i'm not gonna give the whole rundown but it's called you gotta hear this <laughs> or you gotta listen to this i forget what i called it. it's one of the two where we where we fansplained everything I yes we that. fansplained it. oh my god that's perfect <laughs> it's like music guys and movie guys they <laughs> If you listen to it with your headphones, you got to hear it on yeah, the, you have the CD to actually, version. If you actually listen to it, you have to really pay attention. Now, from the segment between 21 and 35, if you listen really carefully, a third guitar actually shows up in the very bottom end that kind of gives it that extra put. Yeah. My <laughs> man, my favorite part of listening to Led Zeppelin 2 is at the end of Whole Lot of Love where you hear the echo in Robert Plant's voice. <laughs> well, no, we... I, I, I for real love that stuff, but it just makes everybody else go, oh. All right, Cap, you are going to have to quit sucking that fucking microphone. <laughs> I am somehow, I, I am turned up louder than you, and I'm watching this, and I'm okay. But somehow, I, I keep tur I manually keep turning you down, and then you keep getting like, oh, <laughs> on that shit. Every, you're okay. Right. I, I, actually, I think you don't need headphones. That might be your problem. You don't think so? I think you're yelling because you may not be able to hear yourself, and then you get Maybe. super close because then you think you can hear yourself more. I'd actually get a little loud when I like start getting like in 
excited about what I'm talking about. Too. Yeah, I'd say just watch this part here, right down here. You got it. But yeah, no, only because we, we don't want people fans complaining. Point. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to, we want it, they want to know about fans playing, not complaining. <laughs> Ew, complain. Oh, why? <laughs> yes, Cap does want to put it in his mouth. <laughs> God, we're 18 again. Oh, yeah, no, we're just kind of having fun. And like I said, I was saying we're recording this as episode 75. If we wind up just kind of hanging out and chit chatting, we we'll, might record a backup 75. <laughs> if anything, we just definitely want to come and hang out with you guys and uh, at least give you an online version of episode 75. <laughs> no, this is fun. I'm glad everybody's having, putting in their two cents. Yeah, I just hope it'll be fun on the re listen. Yeah. Because I have a feeling that at this point it's getting kind of visual. It's like you gave us a camera and now we're kind of playing to the camera. I know it. It's like I'm cutting a promo or something. I know, right? Let me tell you something. <laughs> if you're not listening to the Something Good For You podcast. <laughs> See, I backed up off the mic that time. Hey, it's, you're, getting, you're getting better. That, that Your old radio's coming out in you again. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Was, Love you too, Eric. <laughs> I was talking to a friend of mine uh, the other day about how uh, in quarantine and in lockdown and everything too, we've all kind of reverted back to our 18-year-old selves. Yeah, I'm kind of. I, I can. De- I, I would relate. <laughs> I've just been doing the same shit I was doing in high school, just like drawing stuff and just like going through band catalogs and yeah. practicing. The thing is, you've actually been getting pretty good at your uh, drawing because um, I know a few years ago you started doing just little small sketches of stuff, but um, you've been kind of putting a little bit more effort into it and it's looking good. Like you posted that uh, Joey about maybe a week or so ago. I thought about, uh, yeah, I like doing that kind of stuff. I used to just like look at stuff and just kind of uh, uh, just mimic it just on paper or whatever. Yeah. And I would do it with like colored pencils and things like that. Like right. the color schemes would look bad. And I didn't know anything about outlining or anything like that either. Nothing proper. And I still don't to an extent, but I like trying, I was just trying stuff out with pens and I kind of like doing it with pens because it gives you an obstacle to kind of like brush over if you make a mistake yeah because especially because again like what you're saying if you're using pen you know there's no going back and fucking erasing that shit exactly. <laughs> kind of makes it a little bit more fun and you kind of get it done quicker too man i could never fucking draw i, I could do i could draw a perfect oval that was about <laughs> it just like without even like keeping your hand still you just kind of like oh i'm that that's the joke of i can't even draw a circle oh. i can draw an oval Oh, okay. I that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, buddy. Hey, what's up, Dave? Dave oh, Weimer hey. in the house. Cod Pod Network. Mr. Cult of Dave himself. That's right. The Reverend Shag. So Reverend Shag ought to call up and uh, give us a topic idea or uh, talk some bullshit to us. And you know where to find that number. It's right here in the bottom corner, 513-463-SGFY. If you give us a call, we'll play you right here on the show, which, by the way, I now have it to where it'll feed directly right in through here because check this out. I just, just as a small little recap. Hey, guys. I think I can actually get it to play through correctly now. Sweet. Instead of uh, through the uh, actual. Hey guys, this yep, is the see? Rock Father. Yeah. Hey, there it is. Name. <laughs> That's what I can read. So, yeah. so easy this time. Yeah. So so now you'll uh, now you'll have uh, a better way to hear it. So yeah, I've got it queued up properly now. So if you want to give us a call and give us a topic idea, five one three four six three S G F Y. And Dave just said he finished recording a podcast. Sir, what did you just finish recording? <laughs> right. No, have you been going through like uh, another thing I've been doing with everything being on lockdown is going through like uh, checking out all the bands that I missed or like making a list and just kind of like going through all those catalogs and just figuring all that out. Yeah, 
I've been having an issue kind of being able to go back and really re-listen to things I haven't listened to. I've been more or less going back and re-listening to things that I know I like, <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> that I just too. haven't listened to in a while. I did. That's all I did this week. It's like, all right, I'm done with the different stuff. I'm just going to OD on Motorhead like I normally do. Yeah. I actually, Motorhead's probably one of the few I do need to dig into, which is why uh, I think... I think after we do the Ramones, just as a natural, on our first four years episodes, I think after we do Ramones, we need to do Kiss, just as a secondary, we know that. But then the third one I think we should do is Motorhead, because I haven't really dug into that catalog, and I think that'll give me a good chance to really dig into, well, the first four years of Motorhead. <laughs> yeah, and you do the same thing with me. Think think of something I probably haven't done a deep dive on, and we'll go from there, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and so again, guys, that's part of the reason we want, kind of want to even do the uh, live stream tonight, is because we love getting interactive active with y'all that's why we have the voicemail hotline we've got the discord we've got the patreon you know we it's not like a self little contained bubble here you know we like kind of wrapping our friends and we folks invite, in it's all inclusive one of the few things we do that's all inclusive <laughs> cap's quiet now oh man <laughs> yeah just just keep watching this you'll be all right <laughs> i was watching all the comment sections and all that mm. matthew goes i've had lists of bands to listen to for years finally has some time to make a playlist of all these bands and dig into them well, why don't you send us that playlist? Because yeah, really. I'm always down for checking out some new tunes. And I mean, if you like us and our music, then that means you've probably got halfway decent taste. <laughs> so <laughs> means that we'll probably like. <laughs> Man, I had a keyboard for a minute too. I miss it. I was I was getting good at it too. Yeah, yeah, and that that, that was really nice uh, to have around because I figured out the little drum beats in there, uh -huh. and I'm like, ooh, yeah, I we've got some new tunes. Synth. I was kind of start figuring out what to do here. I could bullshit like Tom Waits hymnal pieces and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Bullshit and Beth. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of sort of figured it out. My favorite one was, um, I caught a video of it on Mikey. I, I don't know if where I posted it. I don't know if it was the uh, personal page or the, well, I don't know if it was my personal page or the podcast page, but uh, Mikey playing Funky Town on the <laughs> keyboard. <laughs> I did it. I figured it out. Well, you, figured figured it. you figured out the code? No, I figured out the rip to Funky Town. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, that shit's not. Um, that shit's actually going away from Hulu now. That's going to be on that new HBO Go service or really? HBO Max thing or whatever. I thought Friends was going to be their uh, big driver. From what I've been able to tell, at the end of summer, South Park is going away from there, and it's actually going to be on HBO. Hmm. Which that's still not going to be enough for nah. me to get HBO, but that just means I'm going to be binging South Park for the next little bit. <laughs> I'll be that time where, like, when things start getting booked again, I'm just not going to care about TV for a while again. It's been hard for me to care about TV anyway. All I've been basically watching, uh, I turned Rain on to uh, watching Hell's Kitchen. So um, y'all been ODing on that. Oh yeah, dude. It's With fucking... my girl from Nutbush. <laughs> What's her name? I don't know. That that was on two seasons ago oh, that we were really? watching. We've we've been plowing through these. Did she win or what place did she? Oh come no, in? no. She she got she was like fifth or sixth elimination. Oh come on. <laughs> she had a shit attitude. Still. No, Hell's Kitchen is fun as hell though. It's it's honestly a really good show because. It's, in my opinion, it's a little different than like traditional. Um, um, it's a little bit different than traditional, like competition cooking shows, competition reality shows, even right. because with that one, it wound it wound up being a situation of these people are working to get a job for Ramsey's company. It's not just oh, you're getting you know cash prize for winning this competition. That no, kind you're of playing thing. for your future. Yeah, basically. <laughs> 
So I, that's why I like it. It feels a little bit more genuine. Ramsey yelling like a motherfucker is still, you know, all for show. But kitchen nightmares quite a bit. But I never like got into Hell's Kitchen for some reason. And I like Gordon Ramsay a lot. Yeah. No, Hell's Kitchen is just it's is I love it a lot. Well, we actually do have a few more voicemails here. Of, oh, really? Yes, sir. And actually, I know who this one is already. All right. Yo, motherfuckers, Reverend Shag. Hey, I uh, was recording a podcast earlier, got, you know, done, fucking went right to Facebook to try to check you guys out, so I thought I'd call you up right now, because you just announced that, and uh, so I did. So, I don't know what the fuck to talk about. Talk about these balls that I got right here. Got them? Talk these. Talk about them. You got I know you guys want to. You think about them all the time. <laughs> well, the thing is, Reverend Shag, I'm not quite sure if you do have the testicular fortitude that you are speaking of, sir. <laughs> I like how it's just like, these balls? These balls. Got him. <laughs> got him. He <laughs> uh, made, made a very nice comment about my hair earlier. Yes, he did. And, he, and then he also said, Hell's Kitchen rocks, you fucking donkey. <laughs> Come along, donkey. <laughs> no, that, that's, his one, that's one of his insults. You fucking donkey. <laughs> and, um, and then Eric, actually, I, I did hear about that. Yeah, Chef Petroza, uh, he was one of the contestants on Hell's Kitchen. And um, when, we, when I lived in Roanoke, Virginia, uh, with mom and dad, uh, Eric and Rebecca, um, we get, went to like some fucking home and garden show that was going on or whatever, and um, Petroza was actually there. Oh, that's and cool. he was doing like a cooking demonstration, and he went, hey, uh, does anyone from the audience um, – want to come up and help and mom and eric were just immediately like boom like like <laughs> yes no one else was doing it and he was like all right well i've got my two sous chefs down there and you know they got up and, you know it was helping them cook and everything and it was just a real cool uh, scene awesome. and he like added all three of us on facebook after the fact and yeah i'd, I'd completely forgot but yeah he wound up passing away i forgot it was even a couple years ago i thought, honestly thought it was like this time last year, God, oh, time wow. is just fucking flying, Bob. Yeah, see, Christian's even fucking on my side, man. He goes, "I'm finally home and watching Gordon Ramsay on YouTube." Come on, Gordon Ramsay's a shit. No, I just haven't. <laughs> I just have. I, I missed Hell's Kitchen. That's one of those things where I missed. It. Well, you got tons to fucking listen to. Well, watch tons now. to watch. I know <laughs> if that ain't going anywhere. <laughs> well, let's move on to another voicemail here. Hey, you boys! It's your man Johnny G. Straight from the internet of the 20XX, coming to you live. I want to know one thing, you brotatoes. Which of the four of the King of the Hill cast members main sitting on the side of the street with their beer is your favorite, and why is it Bill? Leave me some love. Talk to you soon. <laughs> it's definitely not Bill. <laughs> Who is our favorite, and why is it Bill? Um, Honestly, my favorite would have to be Boomhauer. But... I can't pick anybody but Boomhauer. It's, it's just like, yeah, I think, yeah, we'll agree on that. Yeah, but, well, I don't know. Well, okay, fine. If you're if you're gonna take the fucking, what am I gonna do? Out, lie and say Dale? Well, I was gonna say fine. I'll take Dale. He, he's my runner-up. So if you're just gonna cop out and go, oh yeah, that, <laughs> I'll say Dale. Nobody's so, gonna so, pick Hank. I'm not gonna pick Dale. Well, all right. Well, why do you like Boomhauer best? Because Boomhauer just he knows the meaning of life. He uh, he's like the most centered. Okay. In his world, everybody is completely mad. Doesn't know how to speak right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you relate. <laughs> I do know the meaning of life. 
and honestly for me um i would say um honestly yeah i would say dale um in that argument dale is really really close second to boomhauer mainly because I don't know if it's just the voice actor or what, but just the comedic timing of Dale is just so fucking great. And like what, um, I, d- I never fully noticed it till Chris brought it up. Uh, but how every time Dale's trying to get away, he hops a fucking fence. <laughs> He's definitely a, one of the be- a better character than Boomhauer, admittedly. Yeah. There's so much going on with Dale with his, you know, complete ignorance, his complete insanity and just but it's still very tender heart in reality boomhauer really didn't get any well no i was gonna say he really didn't get any sort of depth until later on um but no that's still not true because uh in the earlier seasons is when um we saw like a lot of his mama and he wound up falling for that girl and tried proposing to her and it was basically like the lady boomhauer (laughs) (laughs) did you get have you gotten that far yet i remember watching a long time ago but i haven't uh watched it on this run yet yeah yeah so he gets a little bit of depth, and we do learn about his uh, family some. To be honest, though, it's really hard to pick between the four because all four are just such genuinely well-written characters. And because even what Johnny's saying here, uh, Bill's my dude, 100% underdog for most part of the series. Absolute true. And Matthew, he's saying the same thing. Um, and yeah, because Army Barber that's down on his luck, is fat, overweight. I think the only thing that really keeps me from having so much sympathy on him is he has the ability and has shown it a few times that he has the ability to change his life, but yeah. he just hasn't. He just keeps getting in his own way. Yeah, so I think that's the reason why he doesn't really fall into it, but I love the episode where they go meet his family. Uh, <laughs> that one's just weird. <laughs> Some Michael? Oh, uh, hey. But yeah, so... um. Yeah, honestly, out of those, I, w- I would have to say either Dale or Boomhauer, but m- much also like what Chris says, without Hank, the group yeah. falls apart. You know, Hank is the rock. He is the center to that whole there's, friend group. There's a lot of things that I love about Hank's character, but there's a lot of things that make me mad about Hank's character because I grew up with Hank's character. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was a good one. Let's go ahead and move on to another voicemail here. Hey, y'all, this is Mike from Van Huskins and Gabba Gabba, huh? Um, I can't really think of a good question to ask you, so I'm just going to ask you a question. And, uh, I guess it's a good question. But um, what's the best show that you've ever seen at the Milestone? You know, it can be local. It can be a, a larger band. Uh, for me, I think it was probably the Melvins, honestly. Um, I've seen a lot of great local shows there. But what's the best show that you've seen at the Milestone Club? That's all I want to know. Good question. Keep up the good work, guys. <laughs> Quit jumping in front of Mike. <laughs> yeah, excellent question, sir. Um, that's a tough one because some of the larger acts that I wound up seeing, um, they wound up kind of. Eric goes, Hudkins. <laughs> I love Van Hudkins. <laughs> um, a lot of the larger bands uh, that I kind of like were destination stuff. Uh, I wound up seeing at Tremont. Uh, so. It's a little bit harder for me to pull from. I'm definitely going to have to go local acts on that. Yeah. Um, a few of the standouts that I usually remember, um, the fireball parties. The fireball ones are definitely most memorable so far. Yeah. Uh, a lot of body bag shows. To be honest, and it might be a cop-out mainly because we were part of it, but I think... I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to go through that, that memory I, I, bank. I'm trying to go through ones that we weren't a part of, but the one that I'm kind of pulling to the most as soon as he mentioned Milestone was the Halloween show that we did the Dwarves set. That whole night, 
all those bands fucking kicked ass, and it's just that that was one of those good feel good nights where it seemed like every single person in that room was just in good spirits, yeah, and everything it else. Pa- it was packed. Mm-hmm. And probably my secondary cop out on that one is um, it actually probably had to be either my second or third show going to the milestone. Uh, Any scene was playing, and I can't remember who Mad Brother Ward. I think might have been opening, uh, but either way, I I, rem- I still remember that show pretty vividly because I went there uh, with uh, one of my buddies uh, from Gaffney, and I had long fucking like neon blue like <laughs> that fucking blue hair. I mean, I'm not fucking. Joking. So emo. Down to like fucking here, dude, with the fucking swoop over. Oh yeah, dude, it was. Whew, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think mainly because that one just left such an impression on me. And one more follow up. You see what you did, Mike? I can't fucking pick one now. I'm just going through the memory banks of favorite shows. One of my other favorites. Uh, definitely seeing 25 minutes to go play, and then John pulling me up on stage and playing two of the songs with him. And so that's something I'll always hold. And, Definitely much love to the battleship. I think uh, one of my favorite ones, one of my favorite milestone memories that we weren't on a bill with was an Andy scene show, and it was when Svetlana's opened up for him. Ooh, that was a really fun one. Tiny, this tiny little Russian girl just like walks around the milestone, just barefoot, just getting up in your face and just yelling at you, Iggy Pop style, with her like one of her eyes just like bulging, just ready mm-hmm. to explode. Like this one's, this girl's about to mess me up. Oh yeah, and she's she fucking coming at you, just fucking going it ready. It was so badass. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Mike, he actually brought up a great point. I was kind of avoiding that because I vaguely remembered that. I couldn't remember because we were there those two years that Van Huskins played. I remember one year you guys did Danzig, and another year did you uh, did Screeching Weasel. I remember catching I was your there Screeching the Danzig uh, night. I was gonna say I remember catching the Screeching Weasel set. I didn't catch the Danzig set, or I caught like one or two songs of the Danzig. set. I was at that one. It was that in a uh, barn heist. Yes, and. Uh, I remember being there that night. I think we had just gotten in like right as they were starting or something to that effect. Either way, but I just couldn't remember which one right off it was. So I'm just like, eh, I don't want to say which band and it'd be wrong. But yeah, dude, that fucking Screeching Weasel set kicked ass. Let's see some of the other ones here. Uh, Johnny, Mr. Johnny G from Reporting 20XX. He goes, the Battleship Relief Show was an absolute banger. Yeah, it was. And um, I think that's where we met. N- we met Johnny G. I think we met him before then. Johnny, call back on the voicemail hotline <laughs> number 513-463-SGFY and confirm or deny if that was the show we met you at. But I could have swore I met you before then or we met each other before then. But uh, Christian, our amazing-ass drummer, also drummer for Home for the Day, he goes, uh, seeing Proper Sleep on my birthday last year or Mouse Fest 3. Those were also really good ones. It brings up Proper Sleep a lot, but i got to check them out. And Johnny G, uh, he also went, well, before that, back in 2013, MC Lars with I Fight Dragons. Don't know either of those. I'm I'll sorry, that up too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, brother. I don't know either of those. <laughs> I've only seen like maybe a couple of nationals at the Milestone. I think the most fun national uh, set I went to was Agent Orange. Mm, I almost went to that one because uh, Owen um, from Boren Heist, uh, he was going. And... Um, I, I almost went to that one. So. It was like a weekday, too. That, I, that, I think that's what wound up too. keeping me from doing it. That was one of those nights where I was like, eh, why not? Yeah. All right. Well, we actually got one more voicemail right in the middle of here. So let's see. Oh, God. It's this fucker again. Oh, boy. All right. Reverend right Shag again. Got a question for you. You guys just put out an album. COVID-19 comes in. 
you get fucked. You don't get to do any shows. I was telling you to fucking just record a fucking show on your phone because that would be good and something for us to see. But my question is, what is your favorite song on the album? Because I have mine, and I'll tell you later. But I want to hear yours. Right. <laughs> he's he's well, turning this into a saga. I love it. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, um, I'll say this. So if you go to our Instagram page, uh, we did record our first band practice. So we recorded about maybe two or three songs from that. I wound up just getting one of them edited and uploaded, spit in my face. So we actually did get a pretty decent little recording of that put up. Um, as for recording a show like through the phone and broadcasting it, uh, yeah, we might actually be a little bit ahead of you. Um, I, it's a little bit too soon to discuss anything about it right now. Look for information at the start of next week. Um, Could be possibly maybe, maybe something yeah. you never know. Uh, just kind of check back. I mean, that's kind of literally all I can kind of say about that. Just something might happen. It might not. We don't know. We're kind of on pins and needles. We'll find out. Yeah. Anyway, yes, record comes out. And guys, literally, a week, a week before the live show, a week before we're supposed to release the record everywhere, it fucking gets canceled. Yeah. <laughs> That's just our luck. This, this, this. It's yeah. Beautiful Check thing. this out. <laughs> this this we got, beautiful we got inventory. This beautiful shit right here, okay? Still so pristine and untouched. And available. And available at thefillins.com slash store. But that's not the point right now. Untouched, fully sealed, so many copies, ready to be unleashed onto the world. Don't it look so pretty? But thanks to the virus, um, you know, that's going to be a little bit delayed. Um, so, favorite song on the record, though. See, we got Dramatic, Long Way to Go, Dangerous, Return to Cinder, Personally, Thinking About You, and I'll skip those and then just hop to Drown Your Blues. Honestly, ma'am... It's kind of shifted around. Initially, it was Return to Cinder. That that was definitely my number one heading into the release. But the more we started kind of playing stuff at the practice space, I think I'm really liking uh, Dramatic and Personally. They're they're getting tighter with the Christian. It's weird because with Christian, he plays way different than a DJ does. So I've had to like reteach myself uh, bass parts to kind of yeah. deal with those a little better since they're different approaches from. Uh, uh, you know what he's used to doing, mm -hmm. but in doing that, it kind of gives the song a new light, and gives it a new twist, and gives me a new challenge to work with. So I'm still kind of like in that box right now. But that being said, I think um, personally is up there with one with uh, my favorites on there too. Uh, that or actually, long way, long way to go. Long way to go is really fun. I love playing that song. That, that one was kind of the sneaky surprise because I wanted to release it as a single mainly because I just had that cool little image in my head for the artwork. So I was like, yeah, I'll do that. And it, it just really popped. So folks kind of reacted to that one pretty good. Apparently Christian's favorite is Dangerous, hands down. <laughs> yes, Christian. He, he loves Dangerous. Dave's copy was shit black. Dude, you hadn't even posted a fucking copy of your record yet, so we don't know. We got to see. We don't believe you. We got to see that shit, man. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys. But on that note, I know that a lot of the people listening to this, I don't know why I'm promoting the record to you guys, because a lot of you guys actually did purchase it. So seriously, thank you guys for the love and support on that. Um, 
And yeah, Matthew, I thought you, I thought I sent you a purple copy. I thought, um, when I got your test press and everything sent to you, I inc- I found a purple copy and I wound up sending that. So if I didn't do that, let me know because I'm going to be doing a, um, another batch of shipments here soon. And if so, I'll, uh, I'll hunt one down because the purple wound up being like one of the easiest to find. Almost everyone I've seen has gotten purple. That's why I like when Dave was like, mine was shit black. I'm like, fucker, I've seen less of the black. I want to see it. <laughs> and the color deal was a whole thing. In itself, too. Oh, God, yeah. So, hey, well, us. these fine folks saw it on a live stream. True. <laughs> See, uh, Eric goes, long way to go. Definitely, a, he goes, it's definitely a damn good song. Thank you. Yeah. That that was a fun one. I like that one because of the, uh, the little guitar riff that's in it. Yeah. That's what makes it fun for and me. And again, playing with Christian, too, like, gives it, like, a new feel and a new dynamic. And it's like, all right, here we go. Now, yeah. The song really... Not that it didn't pop, but I like the way it pops with Christian, too. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. And, and, and no, and... I 100% love the way that record turned out, and so far it's definitely my favorite um, so far, especially mix and master um, and just production value. Okay. But but and DJ served exactly what he needed to do on that record because he played exactly what I told him to fucking play on the record. <laughs> but but with uh, but with Christian, he's really taking it and kind of building it up to that next level, and that's just something that DJ just didn't have. Yeah, you know, he didn't have time to build it up. He had time to go. What do you want to play, boss? <laughs> you know, that's, that's basically what he was going into it with. So, any little drum fill, that was me going, okay, so on this part, you're going to go, pop, 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 pop. And that's it. It's just like that. So, no, Christian is just really fucking um, boosting it up to the uh, next level. Well, uh, let's go ahead and check back in in the chat here. Johnny goes, uh, definitely long way to go for obvious reasons. Yes, because the fabulous Johnny G from reporting from 20XX and reporting from the Nexus on the Something Good Network, which is our podcast network. Uh, he says long way to go because he helped us film it. I was gonna say, yeah, it's on his resume now. <laughs> We're on his resume. I <laughs> uh, got Christian hitting the comments. He goes, I already forgot the new Phil on long way to go. Oh, the new Phil? <laughs> Yeah, he, he's kind of messing with it some. That's cool. We're elevating it. <laughs> but on that note, let's go ahead and dig on in. Let's listen to a few more voicemails here. Hey, it's Johnny G again, <laughs> tripping the baseline. Um, I think I think that might have been the show that I met you guys at. I can not confirm or deny because I'm fairly sure that, that there was a show before that and then you guys also played a relief show with that, and that's when the first time I talked to you guys outside the show at the parking lot and kind of introduced myself, like, took photos, and you guys were like, oh, you took photos. And let's see. The second time you guys played, and then, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's I'm pretty sure that's how we met. But also I saw you guys, and I was there with you guys when you played again. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> I'll take your word on it. <laughs> I remember it being at the milestone, at least when I met him. Yeah. And uh, we've got a little bit more, few more comments rolling here. Uh, CJ, uh, he was the guy. He's actually the, the fine, artiste. the fine, fine gentleman that has done the artwork for the front cover of Never Heard of Him, the skull with the uh, ear being detached, along with the Long Way to Go um, the Reaper. Reaper. <laughs> the Long Way to Go Reaper. Uh, he is the amazing artist for that, so he goes Long Way to Go has lots of swagger. I so got that, uh, that. I got that art on the back of a uh, jacket that I plan on wearing at our next show. Yes, he did. You hadn't po- you hadn't even posted that yet, have you? I've posted a picture of it when I got oh, okay. it, but not with it on. That's all I was gonna say. It's like, man, we 
were fucking so ready right. for this release show, man. We were getting like fucking. We were getting the show put together. Oh man. yeah, we literally had a show put together, like with like fucking. I don't want to give it away because we're still gonna do half of the shit. But it's like we were literally like getting like new stage gear. Like we were gonna like have a new look and all this other shit. It was like it's gonna be fun, man. We're still gonna be doing hey, it, but it's gonna be a new look anyway. Right? Hey, look at look at that shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's see. Uh, let's kind of go back through here. Christian goes, I did one at practice, and we said that was it. Now it's gone. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, and Eric goes, actually, have y'all mirrored on the big TV in the living room? You are the focus of the night. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thanks, Eric. <laughs> well, I'm having a fucking blast doing these voicemails. So if you guys want to leave us a voicemail, too, definitely hop on that voicemail hotline number, 513-463-SGFY. And as you see, we'll put you right here on the show like this next caller here. Let's go ahead and check this out. Like, like, Scoop, like, we're talking to the fans. Like, I gotta say, your cover of the song from our movie, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, man. Like, it works. Like, Scoop, and I love you, man. Peace. <laughs> Matthew Lillard? <laughs> awesome <laughs> that's great uh thank you michael i saw you post that in the uh, the comment thread earlier that i have to say that's probably one of my favorite voicemails we've gotten not of just tonight but just Ever. period <laughs> that, that was just great i love that <laughs> like i'm probably gonna save that and use it for something just so you know <laughs> all right we do have another voicemail in the meantime oh god it's this fucker again, again. uh See, my phone doesn't even want to play it. Yeah. All right, Reverend Shake again. <laughs> uh, my favorite song on the album is Long Way. All right, so there it is. Told you. Now, my second question for you, and this is very important, and you have to do one, all right? Would you rather walk through a car wash completely made of dicks or work at a Walmart? Every day for your life, and every day is Black Friday. Choose car wash made of dicks, or every day for the rest of your life, you work at Walmart, and every day is Black Friday. <laughs> I need to know. I guess I'm getting Everybody there. needs to know. We need to know. Answer, please. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Rev. I'm my bomb now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would love hey Michael seriously we'll, we'll make that happen he goes if you hey, want to come up on stage to do uh, terror time with y'all dude come out to a show around Halloween when we do it we'll fucking hook that up that'd be awesome you do the little intro for me like Zoink Scoob is terror time <laughs> that'd be, be fun alright Dave number one I'm very concerned about you <laughs> I'm very concerned because with at least with the way your mind works like I would have never thought I would have never thought a car wash full of dicks. <laughs> and now also, you, you were very descriptive with your Walmart um, right. <laughs> thing. It's like every day is Black Friday, yada, yada, yada. You never said how long the car wash was. So if it's just a one and done car wash, I think I could avoid a bunch of dicks. <laughs> but I'm more or less curious on the fact that you seem to be kind of wording it because I feel like, you didn't give as much detail on the car wash 
Because you would have picked Walmart and you're just like, dude, even with all this yeah. bullshit going on at Walmart, I would still take that over fucking car wash full of dicks. It's like he's making me vote or something. <laughs> that being said, I'm taking dicks to the face. Well, <laughs> <laughs> if I had to choose, gun to my head. Also, look what he did to our fucking oh. chat. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That one got me. <laughs> that one got me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, whatever, Paul. Avoid. Yes, I would avoid them. Cab's the one that wouldn't be avoiding with doing a <laughs> earlier. <laughs> I think Dave already knew that answer. Yeah, I knew you did. Now you got our entire chat just yelling dicks. I know. If anything, that's what's going to wind up getting us uh, shot off Facebook. (laughs) Just everyone going, dicks, 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 dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) I don't want that. Oh, God. (laughs) Dicks to the face. (laughs) I was was told I chose wisely. Thanks, Paul. Uh, what's, what's, up? what's up Wes glad to have you here he is a fine member of that discord we were talking about earlier which an easy way to get to that discord is just to go to that link right here linktree slash something gfy and yeah join up in the discord and have some good fun chats with us and you can sign up for the patreon while you're there only a buck a month to get couch potatoes first four years you gotta listen to this and everything else and you know what it's time to listen to another voicemail and it's him Again. Yo, Rev. I, I know I'm stepping in here, but if we're going to talk about this, at least you only have to go through the car wash once. You don't have to do that continuously. Why are you going to give these guys Black Friday for life? That is that that is masochism at its finest. Bravo, sir. Yeah, I'll take it easy. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't Just the same clarify. guy. It wasn't the same guy. I think that was Johnny. <laughs> you guys got to introduce yourself. Okay, yeah, it was Johnny. I was looking at the, uh, the, the background. But yeah, no, so seriously, though, <laughs> if you guys are going to call in, definitely say your name. That way, um, I, I may not, I may know when it comes in, but hey, introduce yourself. Introduce yourself to everyone else yes. on the stream. Be respectful. And on the episode when it drops next week. <laughs> oh, speaking of episode next actually, no, it'll probably be today when you're listening. I was going to say, yeah, it might come out tomorrow <laughs> by the time this live stream. It might come up on the following Saturday. But no, Eric goes, Dicks to the Face. You have the episode title. Perfect. <laughs> it is the episode title. Cap takes Dick to the Face. <laughs> Oh, God, seriously, if you guys want to keep on chiming in, we're having a ton of fun with this. Definitely call in that voicemail hotline number, 513-463-SGFY. And like I'm on uh, Jerry Lewis's telephone or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> we just need the uh, the little bar here of Patreon money. A <laughs> little, sta- little stack of pennies. A <laughs> uh, little stack of dollars for every <laughs> new subscription. It's like, oh, right, well, a new dollar, a new dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before you know it, we might have twenty dollars. I'm gonna buy a sandwich, a big sandwich. I'm gonna get a nice sandwich. I'm gonna get a witch witch. <laughs> Ain't no subway for me tonight. <laughs> oh man. So probably actually, since we're waiting on some more questions here, what's probably the one thing you're most looking forward to doing when we finally get out of quarantine? Besides playing shows, I'll, I'll do the, uh, the, you can't say play shows or play music or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, which is wild because that's all I was doing outside of work before all this happened. That is true. That's um, right. 
I guess go to a go to a restaurant to sit down with somebody. Yeah. At least at a place I. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I guess I was never too much of the going out kind of guy when it came to like food. It's like I haven't really missed that aspect of it. To be honest, the only thing I really miss is just being able to go places without everyone just fucking like looking at you weird. <laughs> People already did that to begin with with me, and now it's just extra, and I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> I like walking around with a mask. I was telling you about this just because it's just like when you wear sunglasses outside, nobody looks at you, nobody messes with you or anything. So. I feel like because I wear a mask, people look at me more. <laughs> I mean, the, me, I guess they kind of do anyway, but... Also, I'm kind of asking for it with the fucking something good for your face. Oh, I, wear, I, just, I just rock that, and dude, I walk around with it, and people are like, dude, that's cool. I'm like, Thanks, man. Where's yours? It's my podcast, bro. That's when, that's when you got to flip it around, man. That's why you got to be like, that is my podcast. You got to do that shit. I know. Let's see. Uh, we've actually got some people here in the chat now talking about the... About dick washing. <laughs> <laughs> at the dick wash. <laughs> Working at the dick wash. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to Johnny for that one. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Some people are kind of hopping in. Uh, let's see. CJ saying during tourist shit. Yeah. yeah. That, same. I, I would, I, I would honestly like to finally go out and kind of just do some shit like, like that's again, just yeah, touristy like, stuff. Uh, like if you want to get out of Dodge, just go somewhere and you don't have to like do research on what you can and can't do and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, so so that that would be nice. <laughs> I, I think I'm, yeah, nah, Johnny, nah. <laughs> oh my god, the, the the live chat is just going nuts. So, so originally we had working at the dick wash, yeah, and uh, and now we've got him going now with new and improved jizz wax. <laughs> oh, Dave, oh Dave. Uh, yeah, actually, a lot of people are saying you got us up on the TV. We are invading your we're living room. So, we're so big. <laughs> uh, well, let's go ahead and move on to some more voicemail messages here. Because, again, if you want to call up and leave a voicemail message, you get played right here live on the show. That number is right here, 513-463-SGFY. I am still not pointing right. <laughs> I still got to get this down. Uh, so let's go back to our voicemail bag here. And it is that guy again this time. It'll play. Guess who? It's Reverend fucking Shag. All right. Hey, dicks to the face. Great title for the fucking episode. Give me full fucking credit, bitches. <laughs> Just kidding. Ah, uh, but here's here's another one. Okay. Come on. I totally forgot. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I like, just come so Oh. Oh, fuck, I'll call back. <laughs> Dave. What the hell, man? He actually did call back. All right, follow up. All right, here it is. I remembered. <laughs> Battle of the Bands. Sweet. Thin Lizzy. Who fucking wins? Mm. I gotta go hit my bong again. Later. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. All Thanks, right. Sweet. Did Lizzie do? <laughs> They're both pretty fucking cool. <laughs> I don't know which one's better. <laughs> um, Battle of the Bands between the two. As much as I love Sweet, Sweet has one and a half albums. Yeah. Then Lizzie's got a ton. 
Yeah, it's like Thin Lizzy really does have like hit after hit after hit. For like I said, for me, Sweet they've got um, Sweet Fanny uh, Adams and then um, Desolation, Desolation Boulevard. Boulevard. But but even that um, that was just a redo of Sweet Fanny Adams with just a couple extra tracks swapped out. So so I, honestly, yeah, I'd, I'd have to go Thin Lizzy as much as I do love Sweet. Yeah. That's just an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like the whole the, the yeah, whole think. chat's kind of in agreement on that one. And then he's gonna come back and be like, "Fuck y'all, it's sweet." <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fox on the run. Fucking ballroom blitz. <laughs> great album. Oh, it's a great fucking album. But then it's like, oh come on, Eric. Sweet doesn't have one and a half songs. Sweet has a bunch of good songs. <laughs> what's <laughs> they, the one, what's the one half? <laughs> it, it's probably Fox on the Run because it's like such a traditional, just three chord. Like, story is song. such a sexy song, too, though. <laughs> sexy song. You ever hear Joan Jett's version of it? <laughs> it is when she does it. I was about to say, I, I would have I watched never last, put I watched, fucking I watched Connelly it last, as sexy. <laughs> I watched that last night. as That's why it was fresh in my mind. <laughs> no, I would not put Brian Connelly no, as sexy. <laughs> not any of those guys. R.I.P. Steve Priest. <laughs> yes, R.I.P. Steve Priest. But still... <laughs> Sexy bass lines. <laughs> Although I will say about Sweet, uh, if you listen to that song Set Me Free, it is like straight up um, like early heavy metal before there was really like, actually no, speed metal before there was really speed metal. That was what, 71? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, it was of the era of like, you know, Black Sabbath and stuff, but Black Sabbath wasn't playing like, like Motorhead style heavy. Yeah. No, this is like Motorhead style, fucking like heavy into it kind of shit. Sweet so. was doing that, and then Queen took that and uh, put that on uh, Stone Cold Crazy. They were yeah. playing like super like speed metal riffs too mm-hmm. at that time period, and they ripped that. And what's up, what year did that come out? Uh, Sheer Heart Attack was seventy three, I think. Okay, yeah. So yeah, so a few more um, years later, but still, just sweet. Not even in the U S. Fucking they, doing that shit. For and us. they totally own up to it too. They're like our favorite bands are Mott the Hoople, Sweet, and all that glam rock. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, it looks like we've got another voicemail message here. Don't know who it is. Let's find out. Huh, Bevis, Bevis, check it out. We're like on the phone with a villain. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing anymore. Line's always, man. <laughs> just call back. Well, every time well clearly, well, clearly, Butthead called, but that was not Beavis. <laughs> this is Beavis. Shag- fire! Fire! I think Shaggy showed up at the end too. It's cool. <laughs> Come I watched to- too much fucking Beavis and Butthead growing up. <laughs> Come to Butthead. <laughs> Oh God, man, Michael, we gotta have you on to like fucking do like celebrity voices, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just have like fucking segments of like cartoon characters saying shit. Call back and uh, talk to us as SpongeBob. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Let's see what SpongeBob thinks of something good live. <laughs> we want you to be real, SpongeBob. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> Fuck this Krabby Patty bullshit. <laughs> You're not very nice. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't know. I haven't watched SpongeBob in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, no, I hope everyone's kind of enjoying themselves. We've kind of been rolling for roughly an hour here. Probably go for a little bit longer. I'll tell you what. What have you been listening to this week? Oh, we're not going into it that soon, are we? 
I mean, we could riff or we tell ask the audience what they've been listening to this week. We well, do that in our Discord all the time. Yeah, I was going to say, well, uh, how about we kind of flip the script on that? Uh, we'll kind of uh, pull it on over into uh, Discord and we'll ask what other people have been listening to because the cool thing about the discord is we actually do have a segment called what are you listening to and folks just get to post their daily listening stuff so hell i'll just kind of go back to starting on the 13th davy dirt of dirtbag love affair and milkweed and new daddy and new daddy which congratulations congratulations family and lacy Yes, Davy and Lacey, proud new parents of their new little dirt worm. <laughs> He's a dirt baby now. Dirt baby, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, see, Johnny G is posting a little bit of public enemy, it looks like. He's been on a public enemy kick, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Wes, which I know is watching us right now, posted the Everlast, uh, Everlast version of uh, Folsom Prison Blues. What? Uh, I didn't yeah. know that was a thing. And um, Tyler Reese. Uh, our resident anti-Kiss fan. <laughs> uh, he's been posting a good bit of uh, Miles Kennedy and some other uh, pretty good rock and roll stuff. Yeah, he's into Highly Suspect and a lot of like the... Uh, Ghost. Yeah. Posted which, a little bit of that. Which is good music. I just haven't like spent a whole time, a lot of time with... I've seen these bands more than I've uh, listened to them, oddly enough, because I used to go to like shows with uh, the guy that I know that works at AC Entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Too Many Kiss and all that. We'd go see these bands open up for bands that we like. And mm-hmm. somehow they stuck around and are bleeding into... All the youngins heads like Tyler's. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you were posting a little bit of Motorhead. I've been all over the place this week. <laughs> and uh, well, actually, yeah, we can we can kind of uh, start riffing on that. Let's look in the chat here. Uh, Eric said uh, he's been listening to Moss Generator. Not actually that great. <laughs> actually, no, I changed my mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he's been trying to get me into Fu Manchu for a minute. I need to. I need, that's what I'm gonna do this weekend. I'm gonna go down the Fu Manchu rabbit hole whenever I at night. That'll yeah. be my music I listen to because I know I'll like it. And folks, if you actually want to call in the voicemail hotline number and tell us what you've been listening to, we'll play that too. 513-463-SGFY. Call up the number and be like, yo, if you hadn't listened to this, you had to fucking listen to this. And we'll mm-hmm. be like, okay, we'll listen to it. And then we won't. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Mike Phillips, he says he's been getting into Jettison 7 Inches. Uh and old Susie and the Banshee's bootlegs picked up at Repo back in the early 90s. Nice. Cool. Chris has been getting in the podcast mood, uh, listening to Dan Cummings and his two podcasts, Time Suck and Scared to Death. Scared's co-hosted by his wife, and they share some crazy scary shit on there. Love it. Yeah, every week I'll, at work I'll either be listening to music throughout most of the week or I'll be listening to podcasts throughout most of the week. Today was definitely a uh, podcast day. Yeah, uh, that that was kind of a back and forth for me. Today was a music day. <laughs> I've, uh, throughout the week, I've kind of had a little bit of um, a, a podcast kick, but uh, today it was almost pure music. I'll have to ask uh, folks in our, our Discord about the about this, but there's a whole ser- series of wrestling podcasts that I've been listening to that are done by this guy named Conrad Thompson, who's a successful like real estate agent. Okay. But he happens to be friends with a lot of the guys that were behind the scenes that you see in the uh, uh Dark Side of the Rain Docks and all okay. that too. All those personalities. He does shows with all of them and he grills the hell out of them too. Like, all right, it's like, what really happened, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Shit like that. <laughs> Damn. It's fun. it's fascinating. Like, the wrestling business like, and the history of it is a whole thing and a whole rabbit hole in itself and it's fascinating. It's like the circus. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and uh, Christian also went, Dan's got a new stand-up album that's priceless. And Matthew, he goes, uh, he's been on Mud Honey Kick lately, and their singer was on the Turned Out a Punk podcast. 
that's pretty cool. Paul, he goes, uh, been listening to a lot of comedy albums. Last two, Roy Wood Jr. records are fantastic. Father Figure and No One Loves You. I, I, think Roy, I hadn't listened to a lot of uh, Roy Jr. I think he does, uh, uh, this, is, this is not happening now, right? Roy Wood Jr.? I'm not the, sure, because I, I know uh, Ari used to host it, and then uh, Ari was Ari, yeah. and uh, <laughs> got kicked off the show. <laughs> you hear more and more weird things about Ari. <sighs> with everything else fucking coming out with fucking, um, what's his name, Chris Dillian? Yeah. That and fucking Danny Matherson. Yep, that was a weird day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as, as much as I hate seeing that shit happen, and I, I guess he would be one of those that I wouldn't be too shocked to see shit coming out. Scientology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nuts. Not good for anybody. No, no, it's not. <laughs> and um, Thomas goes, he's usually listening to another D&D podcast, uh, Fantastic Storytelling and Funny as Hell. Ma'am, D&D was one of the few things I really wasn't able to get into that much. Uh, I didn't know anybody that played D&D growing up. I didn't either. I wasn't that much of a nerd. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say shit with all the fucking Spider-Man and Kiss and everything else around. I say nerd lovingly. When I was in junior and high in high school, that was when Lord of the Rings and like medieval nerdy stuff was like becoming like trendy. So, yeah. So it might've, that might've started in my town afterwards. See, uh, Brad goes, I just checked out a new band from Pittsburgh, Limousine Beach. Is that a Jimmy Buffett band? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Polished rock with great hooks. All right. Definitely have to check that one out. And what do you know? We actually have another voicemail here. Well, all right. If you want to call and leave us a voicemail, definitely do so at that number right there on the bottom of the screen, 513-463-SGFY. And in the meantime, uh, let's see what this is. Uh, yeah, I can't do SpongeBob, so here's Patrick. <laughs> so worth it. Yep. <laughs> We're hanging on to that one. <laughs> so worth it. <laughs> See ya, Christian. D&D so much fun if you have a good dungeon master. Yeah, that's from what I've been able to hear. I, I think just the whole concept of D&D is just a little bit much for me because it's like... if. I like games that have very set rules, and it feels like D&D, there's a lot of, well, I've now decided this is happening, and there's I feel like I would be like, well, fuck you! There's a lot of make em ups <laughs> Yeah, let's, let's not be doing all this make em up shit. I, I, let's, let's go with the linear storyline here. <laughs> what about uh, D&D drinking games? Is that a thing? D&D drinking games. How could we wrap it into a drinking game? I don't know. Comment sections. Tell us. <laughs> Johnny, call us up and tell us uh, how we can make D&D a uh, drinking game. If that's not already if a thing. If it's not already a thing. Because nerds love to drink. <laughs> <laughs> I was one. <laughs> what do you mean was? We are. <laughs> we never got rid of that. <laughs> we just figured out how to do stuff. Right. <laughs> that's the only thing separating it. <laughs> We're some nerds that figure out how to do nerdy shit online to share with all our other nerd friends. <laughs> Yay, technology. <laughs> Gotta love technology. No, so I'm, I'm definitely having fun with all this, though. We might have to do we have to uh, do some more of these uh, live streams, because, uh, like I said, this has been pretty fun. Maybe not every episode, but uh, at least at least maybe once a month, maybe. Yeah. Do a, do a live stream episode with people calling in the whole time and, you know, doing this, that, and the other. I like that. I like that, too. Well, uh, we, before we kind of delved off and talking on the uh, chat, we were talking about the shit we've been listening to. Um, well, actually, here Eric goes, Goddamn, Cap, if you can make a D&D drinking game, you'll be rich as fuck. There has to be a D&D drinking thing. 
at mm. this point, as long as that game has been around. Yeah. See ya. And Paul goes, if you're into storytelling podcasts, I, I cannot recommend the Honeydew or Ryan Stickler enough or Sickler enough. All right. Well, what podcast have you been listening to? I told you mine. Podcasts have I been listening to? Um, I've been listening to a bunch of like just kind of dissertations like on on uh, YouTube and stuff like people doing like 20 minute breakdowns on like the startups of companies or like the failings of companies or like um, failed Microsoft projects or failed Apple products and just weird shit like that. So it's been a lot of audio and just like talking stuff, but it's not really been like set shows I've been listening to. That sounds Um, pretty cool, though. Outside of, of course, our show, uh, the pot, because actually we haven't talked about this at all. The other podcast that I do listen to, though, uh, the Ralph Report, which is uh, starring Ralph Garman and Eddie Pence. Uh, Ralph Garman was, uh, he was on K Rock for a long time, uh, but then was let go a few years ago. He also does Hollywood Babylon with uh, Kevin Smith. <clears throat> and uh, he has a daily sh- uh, Monday through Friday show for about an hour. And it's just really fucking good. It's uh, through Patreon exclusively. So yeah. I just listen to it there. Of course, tell him Steve. Steve, Dave, um, Gabba Gabba Hun, The Weekly Planet, and then all of fucking Kevin Smith's podcasts. Um, and honestly, those are the only ones I listen to on a regular basis that continually update. Uh, I've got a Spider-Man one I listen to. Um, but yeah, outside of that, 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 those have been like the main podcasts I've been listening to, though. Yeah, I listen to those wrestling podcasts more on the regular than anything. And, and if Joe Rogan or one of my favorite comedian yeah. uh, podcasts has like a good guest, I'll sit down and listen to it. Mm-hmm. Or if it's like in or like a Bert like or a Bert Kreischer's podcast, yeah. I, I stay subscribed to it just so I can see like anytime someone calls in, calls in, anytime he has a good guest on and stuff like that. Probably had folks call in during the lockdown and all that. Yeah. No, and, and that was actually, I'll, I'll say this, that was one of the things I was trying to get set up for this episode is I know that there's a way that I can use that voicemail hotline number, which if you still want to call in, you got some time, 513-463-SGFY. Uh, I know that there's a way I can actually mirror that to where it actually rings and comes into my phone like an actual phone call. I just wasn't able to get it fully set up like that before all this uh, went going, so I was trying right. to do a little bit earlier. Um, so... I eventually we'll actually have it to where you could call in using that number and we can actually talk to you through the stream. So that'd be ho- cool. We'll hopefully get it to that point at some point. Uh, Paul wants to know, Alex, uh, with you being a star Wars guy or listening to thank the maker. I have not been listening to thank the maker. I'm assuming that would be something star Wars based, uh, because I would, that's a C3PO, C-3PO quote. Yeah. Um, but no, the only the only Star Wars podcast I really subscribed to was uh, one called Star Wars Seven by Seven, and uh, it's like a daily Star Wars thing. And I'd start listening to it when they kind of start promoting new stuff. Um, but outside of that, it just mainly stays in my subscribe just to see if anything new kind of comes along. Uh, Dave Weimer, the cult of Dave himself, Reverend Shag. Reverend Shag he goes, podcasts are the are great. That, it, that are great. Oh, okay, podcasts that are great. Uh, Third podcast from the left. <laughs> Tell them Steve, Dave, and Velveeta Cosmos. Figure it out, bro. <laughs> Bill Bird does have a great podcast. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And speaking of the damn reverend, what do you know? It's him again. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, whoops. I had that part turned off. Let's just start that part over again. again. It's Take him. <laughs> again. It's the Reverend Shag again. And I have another question. What's your favorite Marvel movie? And what's your favorite DC movie? I would say 
my Marvel movie would be Spider-Man Homecoming. But there's a lot of really good fucking Marvel movies in there in between that, you know, that I really love that one. DC, I'm going to go with the Joker. What's your picks? Where's my ball? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Dave. Um, favorite MCU movie? Hmm. Mine is Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Uh, as much as I would want to say one of the two Spider-Men, because, again, Spider-Man is my number one, I still have small issues with the storytelling that they're trying to do, mainly from the um, Uncle Ben way of them kind of just replacing Uncle Ben with Tony Stark. I'm, don't, I'm not cool with that. And I could do an entire fucking podcast strictly on that by myself but, but <laughs> get why they did it because you've already told that story i don't want to hear 15 it years. i don't care but they still they don't, do it they with don't, batman they still do it with every batman movie well the parents get shot in the fucking alleyway you're making me go down the fucking rabbit hole all right look <laughs> they don't have to fucking show uncle ben getting shot i agree we've seen it we've we've had enough of that but we can at least acknowledge the man's existence. We can acknowledge that because of Uncle Ben is why Peter has the great responsibility that he has to be good at. Without the crux of Uncle Ben dying, there is no Spider-Man to start with. So, if the main motivation for this Peter Parker to do good is Tony Stark's death, what caused him to be fucking Spider-Man? Tony Stark's death should not be the catalyst for him being good. It should be Uncle Ben. And the only the only mentions we've gotten of Uncle Ben was in Civil War, uh, during Peter's intro bit. Uh, he mentioned something about um, uh, my, um, my uncle dying during the uh, like the the big New York attack right. or something like that. And then in Far From Home, his suitcase had a BP on it for Ben Parker. Mm. That was it. That's all we've gotten of Uncle Ben. And it's just like, no, he is the he is the main reason why Peter has to constantly do good. You know, and that's why he's always having to make it up to his Aunt May, too, is because he feels personally responsible for his uncle dying. And that's the reason Aunt May is such an important person in his life. And that's why she winds up getting kind of put first sometimes in front of villains or even Mary Jane sometimes, is because that's his ultimate responsibility. He is now the man of the house because of his negligence. Uncle Ben getting shot. All I know is Marissa Tomei is my favorite Aunt May. <laughs> so that's a long way of going. I love these Spider-Man films, but I just wish they'd go into uh, his reasonings a bit more. Uh, outside of that, um, I would I, I do agree with Paul. Uh, Ragnarok was pretty fucking solid, um, but probably at the end of the day, a tie between Winter Soldier and Civil War. I love those two. Like those are two good movies to watch back to back. I like those. Eric agrees with me. About <laughs> new well, anime. of course, Marissa, like you said, Marissa Tomei. <laughs> You're not going to go wrong. Uh, DC. If Joker hadn't have come out, it would have been. Um, I, I'll have to go basic bitch on it and go um, the Nolan trilogy. I haven't seen the new Joker yet either. You still haven't seen the new Joker? I haven't. Oh, my God, dude. You're going to love that movie. I know I will. I just don't want to pay 20 bucks for it right now. 
I don't think it's twenty anymore. I think it's been out long enough to where it's a little cheaper. Well, I'll do the research on that later. Seriously, that, that is I a good fucking sure. movie if you've not seen it. But yeah, I can't, outside of like the Nolan Batman movies, like what's a seriously good DC movie? I mean, uh, Eric commented Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. That was a good movie. I'm trying to think of something that's you know you know DC likes to go super dark with their movies and give yeah. it more, you know less popcorn flick and more uh, gritty and stuff like that. Yeah, I saw Batman v Superman was. Th- extremely unimpressed. Um, I still haven't seen the Justice League movie. I still haven't seen Justice League either. Or Wonder Woman. And it's like, honestly, Batman v Superman kind of spoiled me on yeah, the current DC everything. thing they were doing. Yeah, they're trying. Yeah. They, they never... I don't know. I can't... like Again, even the 90s, like when I was growing up or any like old school movies, I can't think of any like super quality DC movie other than Nolan Batman. So if I had to go DC, Dark Knight. Yeah. Yeah, Mike Phillips from Gabba Gabba Huh. He goes Guardians 1 and Batman Returns. There you go. And Paul goes Winter Soldier is killer, but the quote villain is kind of weak. Yeah, I would agree that the villain on that is kind of weak, but the overarching villain, though, is deception. Uh, the villain isn't, actu- isn't an actual thing you can punch. Um, they just have, these, Marvel always had struggled with like a good villain and, since they yeah, had so many movies. But, but Winter Soldier, the main crux of that one was basically all of S.H.I.E.L.D. was fucking Hydra. Yeah. You know, it's like basically everyone, like a good three-fourths of fucking S.H.I.E.L.D. was Hydra. You know, and that and that was the, that's what the main overarching uh, villain uh, it was, it was for it was that a, one. It was a complicated uh, <laughs> relationship between yeah. good guys and bad guys. Yeah. Yeah, and Paul goes, Burton's Batman. I, I, I wasn't... I could never get into the Burton Batman. Oh, I, I, know, I know, I know, Mike Phillips. I know, but Mike Phillips picked it. Um, but no, I don't know. Batman Returns or the original? Uh, well, that was the original Batman, wasn't it? Uh, first movie. Yeah, the first well, movie. There was Ad- well, not not well, counting f- Adam West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, it was called Batman and then Batman, then Batman Returns. Okay, yeah, yeah. So no, th- those two, and those were the only two Burton did, or did he do yeah. a third one? No, uh, the, those Joel two, Schumacher and then Schumacher did the yeah. third one. Yeah, and that was ugh. That, that was even worse. I, re- I was listening to something about how much money Batman Returns made, and it just oh, made yeah. no sense. Oh yeah, dude, <laughs> it, it was asinine. And I don't know, just I've I've got the Burton movies on Blu-ray, um, but and I've watched them. It's just for some reason uh, I, I couldn't get into it. Spider-Man has the has all the badass villains in the MCU. I I definitely agree with you on that one. And I think that was one of the reasons I really dug Spider-Man early on uh, was because of his rogues gallery. I liked the villains he had: Doc Ock, Venom, you know, Green Goblin, Chameleon. Fuck. I mean, it's like that's the one that doesn't get talked about a lot. But it's like a man that could literally be anyone. That that's like scroll shit, you know. <laughs> that's probably why I got into Batman as much as I did because the villain. All the villains were so fascinating. He, I'd say Batman villains are right on par with Spider-Man villains just for their universe. And I think that's why those are my main two when it comes to the major comic book properties, Spider-Man and Batman, just because their villains are... It's almost an insult to say they're more interesting than the heroes, but heroes can only be interesting to a point. And Batman for sure, because Batman on the surface is pretty one-dimensional. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm kind of getting at. It's like heroes as an overarching idea can be pretty one dimensional and boring at times, but villains I find that can be a little bit more complex because you can go, okay, was he the sympathetic villain? Is he the villain that's just gotten beaten down so hard that, you know, this is what he all he knows, you know, shit like that. Are they the perfect foil for the, uh, for the hero? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's just fun to pick apart. 
And actually, shit, we, we may have been kind of going a little bit too narrow because I was saying a MCU and then DC Universe. So I was kind of maybe thinking of the current because Paul brings up an excellent point. He goes, I might have to go Spider-Man 2 uh, oh, for favorite Marvel movie. So if we're going even before MCU Marvel films, Blade Trinity. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, Punisher Warzone. <laughs> Ghost Rider 2. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh, dude. Dude, it was so fucking bad. With Nick Cage? With Nick Cage. Dude, of course pi- it was. dude pisses fire. All right. <laughs> of, of course he does. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm on fire. <laughs> I'm more of like a fire peer. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. I'm having fun with this. All right. Let's listen to a few more voicemails, and uh, let's see where we go from there. All right. Uh, yeah, hi. It's me again. Like, I don't know why I keep calling. It's like I'm super bored. But, like, Shaggy wanted to say something to you. So, like, here you go. Like, man. Like, you stole my hairstyle, man. Like, I'm going to sue you for that. <laughs> we're happy damn still I like how Blumberg had to like present him to us <laughs> got Blumberg and fucking shaggy shit <laughs> I, I just wanted to, Paul Paul gets it he's one of the, my favorite quotes from a movie ever is still when uh, Blade says some motherfuckers just try to ice skate uphill <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, let's see here. We got another voicemail. Hey, guys. Thomas here. Um, just curious. Who do you think played the best Spider-Man? Are you happy now, Christian? I called. <laughs> Miss you guys. <laughs> what up, Thomas? Thank you, Thomas. Fucking badass guitar player home for the day. Bass player. Ba- well, they kind of swap. Because uh, Peter played bass a lot, too. That's right. So, musician. We'll just call you that. Multi-talented. Musi- multi-talented, multifaceted musician in Home for the Day. Um, one that played the best Spider-Man. Hmm. Now, see, that... that, that I... Mm. You go first. Are we the oldest... Am I the age now where it's like my Spider-Man is Tobey Maguire? <laughs> yeah, he goes guitar for most. Uh, cool. So, yeah, you, you go first because my, my answer will be longer. Uh, I mean... I haven't watched the because new ones. Because you've got... Um, I haven't watched the new ones enough to form like a strong opinion. You've probably watched about. them the same amount of times I have. And Because it's, it's, that's the thing about Spider-Man, especially the new one. It's so fresh still. Yeah. Because I was going to say, you got uh, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland. I like Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker. Actually, you know what? No, I'll take that back. I, uh, I'll switch them around. I like... Uh, I kind of like his Spider-Man more. Andrew Garfield's. Okay. Because it was more like the cartoon about him being a smart ass and everything, more right? Like New Yorker and everything, right? And so, uh, so as far that... as Peter Parker, I'm not gonna say Tobey Maguire because he was 30 years old playing teenager. <laughs> well, so so my main answer on that would be for Peter Parker, attitude wise, Tom Holland. I think Tom Holland's attitude as Peter Parker is great. Um, I think he was a little too young. I personally would have liked for them to bump him up in like literally an age or two, like a grade or two, 
and it would have been fine. Like to the point where now he's graduate, like he would have been graduated high school in this last movie, right. kind of going out into the world. Now I think, I think that is peak Spider-Man age is kind of to the graduating high school and about to start really getting into his personal responsibilities of getting a job and all so that. You shit. have a defined age for your favorite kind of. Yeah. Because again, characters. I think one of the things that you so good about Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man is he's the everyday hero. You know, it's like he, uh, Stan Lee did an interview like back in the eighties and he was like, I wanted Spider-Man to be the everyman. He goes in the middle of the, in the middle of the fight, you know, he might wind up getting a cold and he sneezed and now he's got snot all in his mask and he can't see, you know, he goes, he's like, he's like Batman would, that would never happen to Batman, yeah, you know, and it's, it's that kind of shit. So I think, and you know, now, now not only does Peter have to worry about, you know, fighting the big, baddie but he's got to also worry about getting rent on time and making sure Aunt May's okay and checking in on Mary Jane and everything else so he has all these real world problems that I feel really don't become a heavy responsibility for him great power great responsibility until he actually gets out of school and into the real world so I think if they aged Tom Holland up just a touch that would have been absolute peak um, Andrew Garfield I hated his Peter Parker, and his Spider-Man was tolerable. And the reason I say tolerable is the thing that I think his Spider-Man had problems with is almost what you said was a positive, which was he was being a little bit more jokey and comical, smart-ass thing. That's true, but he was almost like fucking Deadpool in those movies. It kind of was, wasn't it? So, like, think about the Electro fight scene. Was that uh, before the, Deadpool came out, too? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, actually. Um, yeah, the, those... I'll talk about it in a second. Uh, but, yeah, those before. Um, like, think about the Electro fight scene in New York when... He, Spider-Man grabs the fire hose to spray down some shit. I barely remember he, anything. He, all, from this he movie. all of a sudden has like the fucking fireman's hat on and everything else, like while people are about to like fucking explode and shit. So it's like instead of fucker swinging into action to fucking save people, he ran over there, fucking grab a hat, and all that shit, posed up, Get and then the started firehouse. Yeah, it just, <laughs> <laughs> started doing all that. So it's like that's that's not really what Peter would have done. And then with Toby. um, Aside from just his age, everything else about that I liked. I, I, I liked everything else about his Peter Parker aside from just I age. I like how you define him by an age or whatever. Like anytime you hear, like, remember Kevin Smith talking about uh, how his Batman is 33 years old because Jesus' age. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like somebody that's like an adult, has his shit figured out, kind of, sort of, and mm -hmm. you know, his peak adult form. <laughs> yeah, and Eric goes, can't you just be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man? No. <laughs> Mike Phillips goes, I like Toby a lot until Holland played him, and collectively, quote, they nailed the character. I couldn't watch the Garfield movies, turn them both off after 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, but, I don't remember anything from the second movie. You were talking about the Electro battle, and I'm like, I don't remember that. That was Electro and New Goblin and everything they, else. I remember them cramming a bunch and of villains. Gwen Stacy's fucking head crack death. And then there's the Rhino at the end of yeah. it, too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, forgettable. <laughs> and Thomas goes, "I'd like to see Holland Spider-Man with Deadpool." Man, that that might might nah, 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 nah. <laughs> that might not be too far off. Um, because with that new Disney Fox deal, Deadpool was wrapped into that. And Iger, before he stepped down, did say that uh, they had plans to do another Deadpool and for them to make it R-rated. So he would be officially part of the MCU. And the 
Those were always in the... I remember that being a cartoon, too, with Deadpool and Spider-Man. That wasn't a cartoon. That was, that was more comic. Oh, more comic-oriented. I remember... I thought maybe it's like the new stuff. Nah, they hadn't had a cartoon of that. Well, my bad. <laughs> I wouldn't know that one. Usually I go, I don't think... <laughs> I know they don't have a cartoon of that one. I would have seen that I'm one. Definitely not they, the they, did, they tried to do a Deadpool cartoon um, with uh, Danny Glover. Not Danny Glover. Um, Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Um they tried doing that. Um, with, <laughs> I'm getting too old for this Deadpool bullshit. <laughs> um, Riggs. Um, yeah, so they were trying to do a, a Deadpool animated, um, but it wound up just not. So let's dig into. Actually, let's make sure we answered all of that. Yeah, you see, it was talking about Tom Holland. And yeah, like I said, just, I wasn't ever a big two fan of that stuff. Nah. Alright, let's listen to this voicemail. Hell. Hey, Reverend Shake again. <laughs> Another question. I'm walking downstairs right now. I'm completely high. So I'm <laughs> real. Oh, okay. I'm down. Alright, I'm safe. Relax, people, I'm safe. Everything is good. Question. Who has done more for music today? Like today. Right now. Is it Jack White? Is it Dave Grohl or is it Josh Homme? All have done amazing things lately. Hmm. Who has done more for music today? That's your question, and it's a tough one. I know the answer, though. <laughs> I, think, I, I think I know his answer, too. And uh, I'm going to... Again, I'm going to hit my ball. All right. Peace. <laughs> uh, thank you, Rev. All right. So, Jack White, Dave Grohl, or Josh Homme? My guess was, or my answer would be Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. And I'll tell you why. All right. Uh, probably because he's the most famous out of all of them. Mm -hmm. And he has a bigger network and a bigger uh, reach now to have a platform for all of his favorite bands to do a support tour in any club or anything like that. And uh, he's got such a huge variety of tastes. Mm -hmm. And he's got the budget to uh, recover like uh, a lot of recording artifacts from the 90s and uh, give another platform for folks that have uh, made albums through all these various uh, historic recording equipment and things like that too. Yeah, Not that Hami and uh, Jack White haven't done similar things. I mean, Jack White has third man records which has revived a lot of careers too mm -hmm. and it's kind of a he's an institution in himself in nashville which is the music capital of uh, the, the states right now yeah and with josh homie i mean he kind of has his own shop in uh arizona and he's able and he's done comeback albums for folks too yeah so everybody has their own lane but i think dave Grohl kind of has a farther reach than any of those guys and i think that's why he's more uh important to uh music as a whole as far as uh providing platforms for, for new artists than the others have yeah no that makes sense um honestly for me i would go that 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 is kind of tough i'm kind of torn between jack white and dave grohl um mainly because i'm maybe not looking at what they've done as like you know uh helping certain communities maybe um i would say just what they have done musically for the genre and even though i may not be the biggest foo fighters fan 
when you put Foo Fighters next to all the other radio shit coming out, at least Foo Fighters has a better bite to it and has a little bit more nuts to it than some of the other stuff getting played. And then Dave Grohl was already a, a part of a group that changed music forever absolutely. before that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that, that, that one gets a little bit tough only in that regard. Um, and then Jack White... He can be a fucking prima donna prissy hipster at times, but at the but at that same token, uh, I, I kind of like that he's he started up his own record plant. You know, it's he, like he's keeping vinyl alive, and he kind of gave rock and roll a kick in the dick. Um, in the <laughs> kick early in 2000s. the dick, yeah. Little early two thousands, nobody was like uh, playing hard rock or anything like that, and then Seven Nation Army became. Uh, People my age is uh, smoke on the water. Yeah, dude, man, I remember when fucking um when that song came out on the scene, and I heard it on uh one of those it was some award show like VMAs or something like that, and and I just remember just hearing that thump, 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 mm-hmm. thump, coming in. And it's like it was just on in the living room, and I just kind of walked in and I heard it, and this, all of a sudden that bass line kicking in, and that heavy riff. I was like, whoa. What the fuck is this? And even mom was just like, yeah, I don't know. I've never heard these guys. Wow, this is actually kind of good. And like literally later that day, we went out and bought that record <laughs> because it's it was just that too. good. Yeah. And, and I still go back and listen to that White Stripes record. But out of those three, I'm sorry, Dave. I know he's already going. It's Josh, bro. <laughs> I don't know, bro. <laughs> I, might, I might have to disagree with you there, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Queens of the Stone Age, uh, they they or an institution in themselves, but I don't know how much they've changed the musical landscape or anything like that. I mean, they became a very successful rock act. Yeah. And they've, I don't, you can't think, I can't think of any, too many copycat bands other than maybe Eagles of Death Metal, but even then they're associated with Josh Homme anyway, and he plays drums on all their records. Yeah, that is true. That is true. So, I don't know. I like Queens of the Stone Age. I like what Josh Homme's done. He did a really good album with Iggy Pop a few years ago, too. I still need to check that out, man. I, I still have actually... I've, I've not clicked it. It's just it. way different. Just don't expect Stooges. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Paul goes, Grohl has done more for me personally, but I would listen to the last two uh, Queens of the Stone Age records and Jack White's solo records. Over the last few Foo records. Yeah, so I, I would agree on that one. And, um, yeah, like I said, I'm not quite sure. Uh, I, I guess mainly because I don't have such a strong infinity for either three of those people is what makes it difficult. Right. But they're arguably the three more successful, the mo- three most successful uh, rock and roll personalities of the last 20 years. Yeah, definitely. Well, honestly, I think it's about time for us to kind of start wrapping this up up a little bit i was actually scrolling through my files here to see if uh i had our what are we listening to bumper music uh just to kind of pop that you, on over the uh over the speaker here but now it doesn't look like i've got it you, so you don't uh, want to do the hank hill voice i, I could do the hank hill voice i was just i was kind of wanting to see if uh if maybe i had the uh the copy available like i said th- this was more or less just a um a dry run. This actually went pretty well, though. A few, few little hiccups. Uh, we had a little bit of bugging out momentarily, but I've actually been keeping an eye on it now, and it seems like we're we're back up and running pretty well. So, yeah, in the future, it, we're going to do everything we can about the internet, but sometimes internet's going to internet. You, you you can thank Spectrum for that one. <laughs> <laughs> but 
as we always end every show, it's time for us to ding on into our Spotify playlist and figure out what the hell we've been listening to. What you listening to, son? I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. I think that guy's got a medical disorder. <laughs> All right, Cap, what the hell have you been listening to? Like I was saying earlier, I got back into my uh, Motorhead uh, safety net. Yeah. And uh, throughout the playlist, I was listening to a lot of uh, songs from uh, Iron Fist. The Iron Fist album is really underrated. It's really fucking solid all the way through like yeah. the sound the guitar sounds and the bass sounds are a little thin like the bass in particular like lemmy's bass tone on that one is probably like it's just like an ice pick yeah 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 i, I know i know exactly that tone you're talking about there's uh he had a few records that just really had that fucking but i kind of like that's probably why i like it so much like that vibe kind of gives the song just a little gives the album a little bit of its own aesthetic and everything right and i think loser's my favorite song on there and uh Go to Hell's a great track. Speed Freak, that's on mm. that album. Don't Need Religion. There's a lot of bangers on this track, on this album. Hell yeah. And for me, man, uh, I've, I've been preaching it and playing it all fucking week in the house, but that new Hank Von Hell record is fucking killer. There's a lot of... It, it's funny. It, it uh, reminds me of like uh, just full-on like... Uh, 80s like you got into like an 80s phase there making this album i i can definitely see that it's like uh i think he actually released his so his album egomania before turbo negro's uh rock and roll machine came out i think you're right so i think egomania came out first and then rock and roll machine rock and roll machine from turbo negro definitely had a bit more of a poppy kind of polished vibe to it it felt like all of a sudden Hank's new album kind of followed suit with that. They were kind of like neck and neck as far as a turbo sound. Mm-hmm. It felt like this one was a lot more um, was a lot more on that turbo negro current sound. If that makes sense, it's like thinking of Hot for Nietzsche and uh, Special Education yeah. and shit like that. It feels like those songs would have fit on this new record of Hank's Dead. But no, favorite songs on that definitely Danger Danger. Fucking love that song. What's that one that's towards the end? That that was really cool. Uh, near the end. Am I wrong? Yeah, that's a, that's my favorite one. That's a fucking great one. So if you guys like old Turbo Negro, want to check out Hank's new record, definitely check out Hank Von Hell Dead. And before we hop out of here, Mike gave me a nice little reminder. He says all y'all should come hang out at the Gabba Gabba Huh live stream tomorrow at ten o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes, Lots of good music, and he's trying to dodge the Facebook filters, which. The only way you can really do that is um, by playing indie music or, you know, see, Mike, Mike has to actually care because, you know, he, um, he, he's really doing, you know, the work we're just sitting here chit chatting. So, so I could sit here and just fucking decide to do, you know, this shit all I fucking wanted. Here you go. You hang on now. <laughs> yeah, so here we go. That's a way for us to uh, wrap this one out. We'll, we'll, we'll just play you out. Perfect. <laughs> well, this has been another fun, fantastic episode of Something Good For You. Uh, that voicemail hotline number is always open. So you can always give us a call. Leave us a voicemail any time of day, any time of night. And what we're going to do is at... For all these episodes coming up, uh, we'll just start combining them together. We have a little segment already sectioned out for it. So 
come in, join in, have the fun, click the link tree, link tree slash something good or something GFY. And uh, that's going to have the links for all your iTunes, Spotify, Speaker, Spreaker, whatever the hell you listen to the podcasts on, along with your Patreon and the Discord. I really want to stress the Discord because we're having a ton of fun in there. We want to get all these fun other people in there with us enjoying it. So come in, join the Discord. It's like the old AOL chat rooms of old. And uh, let's see, just a little bit more from Mike here. Older indie music, new stuff gets you. Van Huskins gets me kicked off. <laughs> so that's because you actually submitted your stuff through CD Baby. So your music is actually part of the Grace Note uh, system. So your music is actually being listened to by the algorithms. Uh, and when I actually uploaded our long way to go music video, uh, I got copyright stricken by my own band. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. <laughs> so yeah, definitely check out Mike tomorrow on the Gabba Gabba Huh uh, Facebook page uh, for his live stream and all that good shit. And yeah, I think Eric has a good point here. Cap, do you have a fucking outro for us? I'm going to be like Reverend Shag and hit this bowl. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Please insert another coin by supporting the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash somethinggoodnetwork.